Welcome to Drive Time, where we look to jumpstart amazing conversations. I'm your host, Ryan McElrath, high school pastor at Fellowship Bible Church in Jackson, Tennessee, and I'm excited that you've joined us. Now, let's put it in drive. Welcome to another episode of Drive Time, where we answer kids' questions to spark amazing conversations. This is week two of October, so this is week two guest hosting. Over here with me is my son, Camden. Hi. What's up, Camden? Did you have fun last time? Yep. All right. Now that we're, oh my gosh, there's only three more days until your birthday. Can you believe it? Yes, I can. Oh, you can't. Oh, you can believe it. And how old are you going to be? 11. 11, the big one, one. It is, I mean, it's like double digits. But the same digit twice. So it's a fancy birthday. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Drive Time. Today's fun fact for you out there comes in the land of superheroes. Camden, did you know that Superman... You ready for it? Are you ready? Ready? Yep. Superman didn't always fly. What? I know. In the original comic book... Superman could leap tall buildings in a single bound. Ha, 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 ha. Mm. But he had to come right back down because he didn't fly. But in the 1940s, when they decided to do an animated series, the people writing it and the people drawing it decided to be too Mm. difficult to routinely draw him bending his knees over and over again. That's when they decided that Superman could take off into the air. So he gained a new superpower... Because people couldn't draw him bending his knees over and over again. Oh, I don't, I don't know if that rocked anybody else's world. And I don't know if Superman is your favorite superhero. You realize that he was only given the ability to fly kind of because people couldn't draw his knees. That's unfortunate. Uh. But at least he has superpowers. Leaping tall buildings and all of that fun stuff. Anyway, moving on. Today is October 9th. What an incredible day it is. And it is National Moldy Cheese Day. Do you like moldy cheese, Camden? No. Moldy cheese? I mean, technically all cheese is moldy. Because it just sits out. Wouldn't you say all cheese is moldy? Or no? What's your favorite cheese? Mm. Do you have a favorite? Colby Jack cheese. Colby Jack is is a very good cheese. I like quite a bit of cheese. And I do, in fact, like moldy cheese. Blue cheese, gorgonzola cheese, all of that kind of... Ooh! The stinkier, the better. No, I'm just kidding. But that's funny. Today is Moldy Cheese Day, but hey, that's just a side note. Up to the most important part of this podcast is answering the question of the day. The question of the day comes to us from Nathaniel. He asks, why is the Bible divided into chapters and verses? That is a very, very good question. Basically, who who did that? Who separated the Bible into chapters and verses? Because when it was written through the power of the Holy Spirit by 40 different people over the course of 1,500 years, you know, when God told each writer what to say, so it's all true and it fits together, There were not any chapters and verses when the Bible was first written. But the Bible is a very big book. So when you think about it, 
they sat down and realized without chapters and verses, it's really hard to locate anything in it. And so that is the trajectory or the direction that people decided, hey, we need to put chapters and verses in to be able to find and locate the different truths in God's word. Now, just because people put chapters and verses in it does not take away from the fact that the entire Bible is God's word. Camden, share with them the truth of Timothy. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That's right. Doesn't matter that man has added chapters and verses. What matters most is that it is God's word. So it is still God's word. All of it, all of scripture is God breathed. That means all of scripture has been written down through the power of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit. But the details of chapters and verses came a little bit later. So let me give you some history. In the year 1227, that is 1227 AD, a man named Stephen Langton divided the Bible into different chapters. Now, many years later, there was a Jewish man named Nathan. Hey, Jewish man named Nathan there, Nathaniel. The Jewish man named Nathan divided the Old Testament into verses. And then about, ah, give or take 100, 120 years later, someone named Stephanus split the New Testament into verses. And most of our Bibles today still use these chapters and verses that were created all so long ago in the 1200s and in the 1300s. And now, since the Bible is divided into chapters and verses, we can easily find the parts of the Bible we want to read or memorize. But what we have to understand is even though the Bible is separated in chapters and verses, it still all fits together like a beautiful painting or a beautiful tapestry that's hanging on a wall. Everything is woven together to give one big grand truth, that we exist in this world to give God glory and to love him and be with him. Now, when we look at chapters and verses, when we talk about memorization, I would like you as a family to maybe take on a special project. Maybe you start memorizing a section of scripture. A lot of people out there will say, hey, I have this verse memorized, or I have this verse memorized, and those are great things. But also, I think as families, we should memorize sections of scripture. Not just one verse here or there, but sometimes in the context of a passage, We can memorize a whole Bible paragraph or a Bible passage to be able to hide God's word in our heart even that much more. I know right now Camden is memorizing a passage of scripture from Psalms, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, and he's memorizing that whole passage, and we're doing it as a family, and it's amazing to see that truth. So why don't you decide as a family, I think they should do this, Camden, what do you think? As a family, I think they should uh, memorize a passage of Scripture. Yes, I agree. Memorize the entire book of Exodus. No. Oh, okay, maybe not the entire book of Exodus. But as a family, sit down, pick a passage out of God's Word, and memorize it together, and then have great conversations. We'll see you next time. 
Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Drive Time. I pray that this short listen will turn into a road trip conversation with your family. I'll see you next time.